Welcome, everybody, to another exciting, super exciting, the most exciting episode of all time of Fried Rice Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rice. Let's get fried. With me, as always, is my boy, my dog, my home slice with chili cheese. It's Dario the Dude Castillo. Sad it! We got, uh, not, well, we'll get to why Bob isn't here in a minute, uh, so we've got the resident fucking old son of a bitch on the team right now. It's Mike. Mikey's probably a younger sounding nickname. Larson. Just making me miss Bob already. Yeah. And then we have the god of the podcast, the guy that we worship to, we pray every night to, because he's the one that controls our fates. He just put this up. Just The first episode just dropped yesterday. Uh, we're, we're, you know, you're going to hear this in the future. Uh, I hope we're still around, right? I hope, you know, that president uh, hasn't destroyed the country, I guess. But, uh, oh, uh, anyway, Zach, Zach Improv Quali. Glad you made that real exciting. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, okay, so, uh, welcome everybody. This is fun. Uh, we, I miss you guys. I only get to see you once a week. Oh, kiss Aww. me about it, why don't you? Okay. First thing we gotta cut. We're smoking uh, let's just get the uh, what are we smoking this week? It's supplied by me. Uh, it's infused runts with a Z at the end. So runt like those candies or runt as in like a skinny little dude, but with a Z at the end. Uh, it's testing at forty seven percent. It's pretty good. It's a hybrid. And, uh, cause, cause this time I was thinking like, I don't want to go Indica necessarily for every time we do this podcast. Cause then we're just like, I was getting pretty sleepy on the last one. Even though I was enjoying the, I was enjoying the fuck out of the conversation. It was, I was getting like, oh man, I'm really into couch right now. Like it lived up to its, its little fucking, uh, you know, this moniker. Uh, yeah. Uh, but so I got hybrid. I should have just went straight to sativa. We're being honest, but I never make, I never pulled the Pull the trigger on a, on, a, on a sativa when I'm buying this much, when I'm buying an ounce. Why is that? I don't know. I, I just because I because when I, the, the time I primarily smoke this isn't podcast o'clock with you guys. It's late night after work when I'm about to play Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Don't want to be awake forever. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, well, no, I want to – that's – I want the Indica. I don't – Indica's not going to make me pass out. It's just going to get me so – in like a vegetative state on my couch, right? And so I just want to like zone out. Right. Anyway, oh, uh, you were just watching. Were you going to let me take that of hit? Of course I was. So Dario, we, I, I don't, well, okay. I mean, we haven't talked about this in a while, but Dario and I uh, have, a, have a thing where, and you can learn about this in episode, I don't even know if, if it's going to be on episode. Oh, so it's we probably just do, probably just do a fresh take on it. Uh, so Dario and I, we, uh, we lived together for several years. And in that several years, we came. Uh, we we would save change. Oh, sorry, just kidding. Is that, okay. uh, we would save change, uh, and then at the end of the year, once a year, we would uh, uh, try. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to finish uh, coughing. Uh, we would we would guess who who would uh, we would just guess how much we saved up, right? And whoever got closest would win. Meaning that the other person, due to our intense politeness of insisting that the other person get greens every time we pack a bowl, uh, which became actually a contentious point between us. It became less of like, oh, you're too kind. No, you're too kind. Until it became like we were trolling each other about it. Like it became it became probably the worst of us was in those in those first few months before the, before we developed a system of making a wager 
and then the loser, yeah. quote unquote, gets greens for the rest of the year. For that whole year, they have to take greens every time the bowl is packed. Right. Regardless of who packed it. Regardless who packed it. And uh, the what happens though, Dardo, if for instance, like this is your year to get greens. Right. So if I were to pack a bowl and take greens on accident, or anybody were to take greens on accident, what is the penalty? They have to finish the bowl and to its entirety. Meanwhile, I get to ridicule them for how selfish and greedy they are for just taking all the greens. Just have it. Because yeah. before it became this whole like it was like a debate. It felt like like it was like standing trial as to why so and so would have to take greens. But and wait, is this really a punishment? <laughs> so okay, so some people would argue yes. that getting greens for an entire year doesn't feel like a punishment. In fact, you've said the thing that the every man normally says when presented this, but it's no. almost like a submissiveness thing. Like, yeah, that's right. You have to take it. It's a greens. passive aggressive one... victory. Yes, because it's like, that's right, I served you. Or, yep, right. you have the first dibs. And and it's, if I were to, so here's the thing, though. Say Dario's just done smoking for the day. And he is, uh, and he's, you know, he's, he's too stoned. And I pack a bowl. He has to take greens or I don't get to smoke. Or I have to smoke that whole bowl myself. But once again, is that really a punishment? <laughs> It has been. It depends on how first episode we did. That's not. That's going to be for Patreon only in the fucking way future when we release the the <laughs> shitty cut. <laughs> it's the it, Snyder it cut of, of shit. It wasn't the cut as much as it was the just the environment in which it was recorded in. Yeah. Oh sure, okay. You mean the physical environment? I thought it was like were we. Arguing that there's a no, no, I mean, uh, like the mic was literally in like a metal cup, oh, it was all yeah, sorts yeah. of bad. Is that the day I fell asleep? That might be cashed if you were packing. No, no, that, was that wasn't a different day, it's a different day. Oh, yeah. oh my god, that was the best ever. <laughs> so, Mike, about a uh, uh, he he did a he after after practice or after whatever. This is a I don't think we were doing the podcast, we were doing the podcast but it was just after practice, after practice, everyone left. And then, and then I smoked this bowl with Mike, and well, you smoked one hit, and then I took the whole rest of the bowl. <laughs> well, you took a fat fucking rip, like a insane old man rip that doesn't know how to use bongs, kind of rip. Like you, like you filled, like you took a normal amount length of bong rip before clearing the bowl, before pulling the bowl piece out. So you chalked it up, and you were already like coughing. And then I was, of course, instead of. Knowing that, that was too much right. and taking it from you, maybe taking a weird kind of you, you, your, your rest of your hit, I guess. I was like, you finished that. What the fuck? You're not going to give me that shit. And so you went, all right. And then you did it. And then cut to five minutes later. Now, I mean, I'm mid conversation. I go to the kitchen to get a glass whatever. And I come over and you're just dead fucking knocked out on the chair. No life. I'm just like, oh my God. And you were there. For three and a half hours, and I'm I, I eat my lunch. I play some video games. I'm watching TV. You're five feet away. You 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 wake up every now and then to to sort of chime in on whatever the fuck I'm watching, which I forget what it was. But I think I oh it's probably Taskmaster because that's what I'm obsessed with. Um, oh by the way, we need to do uh, talk about Taskmaster. 
Well, I guess we don't need to because I just. Moral of the story is: one both. week later, massive heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> life alerted him. Yeah, I did. That probably helped him another week. Yeah. I gave you one more week of life. Yes. You're welcome. Well, I mean, you're still alive. Yeah. I meant as in you put him down and he couldn't get up. I've seen those. <laughs> I've seen them. I've always worried that like the button is too uh, easily accidentally pressed. Accidentally, yeah. no, I, I know an uh, older person in my family that has one. Aren't they and, like smooth? And you have to like no, no. It's it's a, it's a yeah. It's like a like a pretty decent. Like you would have to want to push it. You can't bump it you on something, and you have to hold it too. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not just like tapping on the side of the corner of the desk. It's, not, my, it's not like my Alexa that goes off every two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, I, I tried. My buddy, I don't have an Alexa myself, but my buddy has one, and I uh, tried to ask it jokes last night. And it's like limited. It's real limited. Because I was like, I was like, hey, can you tell me a joke about a historical event? Nothing. I was like, can you tell me a joke about a, uh, about the Taj Mahal? And I like it just like didn't pick up on these like little like these little things, right? And I, I that's just you'd think that that'd be easy enough with AI and shit existing, but anyway, what are we getting on? That was the what are we smoking section? Yep. I yeah. guess. <laughs> uh, fuck, I'm already high off a yeah, fucking kite, dude. I'll, I'll say this much: it looks great. I mean, sure, it's infused, so it's not an honest representation of how the bud itself was grown, but it looks pretty. You know, for for what you're getting, dang. Best review I can give it is that I just tried to write Taskmaster, and what I ended up writing was Taskmaster, and then half of a heart. Because you were obsessed with Taskmaster, you were saying it's right. Yeah, I, I am obsessed yes. with Taskmaster. That's funny. Um, I, I'm more of a sativa person, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Honestly, like, being around... Marijuana as much as I have, sure, indica, sativa, whatever, but most plants are hybrids. Yeah. There, there's little to no pure strains anymore. If there are, usually people are, usually people are going nuts if, if you find a true pure breed of any sort of plant. So That's just, I'm, I'm the same guy that's like, you should get your dogs from the pound, you should get your weed from... The guy down the street? I don't know. But when you said pure breed, I didn't like it. Oh, sure. It just makes me feel... It's like, anytime I hear the word pure breed, I think of, like, white nationalist racist and Draco Malfoy. Oh, my God. Which which, which might be in the same boat, right? Because he calls her a mudblood. You know, like, he's like, pure blood. I'm pure blood, Potter. You know, like, and I'm just like, okay. And so when I hear... I know you're talking about weed. Yeah. But it just sounds it, it's, racist. It's because... I don't it's, like it's it. not racist. racist. It, all it has to I want do my butt weed. Each, each different kind of cannabis strain has its own different types of medical properties to it and different types of uh, effects chemically. Because not all THC is the same kind of THC. Well, There's different types of molecules in it that certain strains can grow. So the reason why, quote-unquote, pure breeds are so interesting is because people can go and find these plants usually in the wild like they find them in colombia iraq afghanistan places that are remote and they're able to test these strains and they have different uh psychoactive effects some of them have no effect on the brain to where you don't feel anything but it does crazy things medicinally like helping 
organ regrowth, like all sorts of crazy stuff like that, helping people with like neurological disorders. And so it's like, in order to find out these different things, like they're going to great lengths trying to get to these places, but because of all the legalities behind drugs, cannabis, sure, or whatever, yeah. it usually they're having to deal with big gang cartels whenever they go out there. Like you try to go see weed in Colombia, they'll probably kill you. <laughs> because Why don't you because want to go to Colombia well, to there's, search for drugs though at all. There's there's this uh, there's, there's this called group cartels. called uh, the Strain Hunters on uh, YouTube and that's their whole thing. They travel all around the world to find these remote locations that's to a get fun these. job. Right? Except one of the guys died <laughs> during it. I'm I'm pretty sure he died like not too long ago. And it was a hard laugh to give a die. Like, that's well, how he deals with death, bro. To be, to be fair, that's that's a harsh reality of life. It's like one of those things in which it's like imagine you've lived all your life just wanting to do what it is you love. You finally get to do it, and you die young and early, and shit just happens. You yeah. know, It'd be like that. But that's why it's like. Uh, most places now, if you go to buy weed, it, they're all hybrids. Just, I love it, some of them are more indica dominant. Some of them are more sativa, and then others are just mutts. But they're and, beautiful. Cool. And forty years ago, <laughs> what we were smoking was Reggie. Yeah, it's, it's like, but this stuff has hair in it, you know, and, and crystals, and yeah, it's right. so even, different. Even, than, even when I was younger, it was uh, yeah. Well, fuck it. No, it's I quite a bit a good, different. I yeah. always had a good, good deal. Grant, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> the times I spent in your little backyard, little man cave that you had back there, were timeless. I would wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. Uh, I hope you I hope you do listen to this. Uh, uh, it's been a while since I've seen him, but always he was he was the guy. I worked with him at Pizza Hut. Uh, I don't want to give away too much information, uh, but <laughs> but uh, I mean, did I, did I say Grant? Hut. I meant I meant uh, Fred you know, Graham. Yeah. Or uh, I meant uh, Gravity, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, he was he was cool. He was the guy. He was the like didn't didn't guy. look or sound anything like Seth Rogen, but like no, uh, if if <laughs> what a way to describe someone. James so think of Franco, Seth Rogen, James but completely different. I was thinking of the not wrong, that at all. But not. I was thinking of the wrong character in Pineapple Express. Okay. Picture James Franco's <laughs> James character. Franco's I think of I think of you know what I'm thinking? Seth Rogen in the beginning of that This is the End movie. Okay. Where he's just with uh Jay Baruchel and they're at his house just smoking weed and fucking hanging out. That's who I'm thinking of, but I didn't think that was gonna translate as well. But like that yeah, the James Franco character from Pine. So just, absolutely Seth Rogen. Yeah. But not the Seth Rogen from the movie. Just, so just, just an Seth, actor, Rogen Seth Rogen in real life. The most Seth Rogen. Yeah. Just Seth picture Rogen. Seth, Seth Rogen. He doesn't look like Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> or sound like Seth Rogen. Does he throw pottery? Does he throw pottery? Yes. It which what movie does he throw pottery? It's real life. We're talking about real life Seth Rogen. What do you mean he throws pottery? He throws like pottery? He, wait, hold on. When you say throws pottery, is that the quote-unquote scientific term to to when you make pottery on a wheel yes. using clay? Yes. Okay. Did anyone else for a moment 
think that he was like Zelda. I just picture and, Link, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, just picking up pots <laughs> and just smashing them, looking for rupees and shit. No, okay. I mean, I used so much deduct. I used all of the deductive reason I, reasoning I had when you just said right now. Yeah, he throws pottery. I'm like, oh, I've never seen this in a movie. Let me think about this. He's not throwing. Wait, he did play Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong has thrown things, but those were barrels. He didn't throw any pottery. Did he throw pottery? I'm like, did you even see the mo- fucking Smash <laughs> in the Super Mario Brothers movie? No. All of that happened within the, you know, that infinite <laughs> universe did, yeah. span of those infinite little seconds. Yeah. And then it hit To me. put it together, yeah, it's actually, actually, I actually like yes. the Patrick Swayze movie Ghost, yes. which uh, is all about throwing pottery and throwing your ghost dick around. Uh, so I was just thinking of a poor pot shop place, and like they see Seth Rogen, they're like, "Oh, we're big fans." And he just goes in there, rips up the place. That's what I was picturing. I was like, "I was like, man, that must have been on TMZ or something." Oh yeah, I'm Seth Rogen. How funny! <laughs> I'm high on pot. And he just throws a fucking vase on the yeah. ground. Uh, that's what I was picturing the whole yeah. time. I was like, "Yeah, that's funny." Oh, that'd be fun. That would be Seth Rogen playing Tom Green at that point. Yeah. Oh man, speaking of Tom Green, just real quick, I'll kind of recommend this. I pref- it's weird. I might prefer the Australian version, but there's a show called LOL. LOL Australia, LOL Canada is the one that has Tom Green in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Canada, just speaking of them, hosted by Jay Baruchel, and the Australian one is Rebel Wilson, hosts it. But more importantly, what it is, and this is kind of fantastic if you're listening, if you want something really kind of uncomfortable to watch, but, but funny is they get eight comics, like not whatever, put them in a room uh, for six hours. And last one to not laugh wins. Oh, and so all they're doing is trying to make each other laugh. Pulling all the stops out. Doing, yeah. Oh, wait, no, you watched it with me. Okay. It's a room uh, you watched the Australia one with me. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there's props. Well, they bring their own stuff. Uh, there's everything at their disposal to, like, there's even like a little, a little talk show on the Canada one. There's a, there's a little talk show set. So, like, I think some of the funniest parts is when, like, Tom Green just comes in in a suit and just pretends to be a talk show and just pulls people up doing, like, whatever. But then he's Tom Green, so he just does these moments. <laughs> doing him, right. Yeah, yeah. I actually haven't finished the, the Canada one. I've got one episode left. Uh, but the Australia one has some really pulling out all the stops kind of moves. You know what? I'm going to spoil one thing. Uh, you know what? No, just watch. It's organic. Let's get into what we're actually here for. Because uh, I... Fuck up high. Uh, this is some really good shit. Uh, you start seeing us as aliens. I'm also a little tired because I I, I had I drove three to three hours today to get home from, get home from California. Right? right. I got home an hour and a half ago. Or not at this point, a few hours ago. Yeah. But so that and I had an allergic reaction. Right. We didn't really talk about this, but I had an allergic reaction earlier. We kind of uh, were wearing sunglasses. No, I wasn't on the trip. No. No. But there wasn't really a lot of sun. I'm just red right now because I'm still kind of because then I took some Benadryl. You know, I think this is just Benadryl meets a little bit of tired meets uh, really good really weed, weed right. yeah, and, and good strong. friends. I'm and I'm yeah. comfortable with you yeah. guys, so it's like you know. Anyway, uh, Bob's not here, and Ryan's not here. Uh, Ryan's not here. That's you know we gotta we gotta flip the coin chance uh, right. a, a three sided coin if he's gonna show up. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. He has a two and three shot of coming. Uh, but, yeah, uh, he, he'll be here next week. Bob, on the other hand, will not be here for the next few episodes. because month, he, month and a half. Month and a half. Six weeks. I thought he said four weeks. He, he says he might be there a month, month and a half. 
damn it. He's visiting family, right? He's an old fucking Bastard. man, and he's and he's got and his family misses him, and he just oh, moved God. here on yeah. a whim, and so he's kind of tentatively here. Yeah. We hope we don't lose him, but I will say, I will say. I mean, I, I hope he doesn't move back with his family and, like, enjoy oh. the rest of his life with his That's family. Sounded like the other way, because you just called them old, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope we don't lose him. <laughs> oh, my I, hope, yeah. I hope we don't lose him, lose him, I guess. But he's in the... Besides Dario here, he's in the best shape of anyone in the group. Probably. He's like a spry little man. All he does is eat two types of food and uh, goes on walks all day. White right? and Mexican. <laughs> White and Mexican is those two types of no, food. No, well... He's hamburgers <laughs> and Mexican food. Are we... That's about it. <laughs> it's hamburgers and... Well, uh, and pizza. No, he eats pizza. Cheese, oh, he eats pizza. Cheese pizza. Just cheese, cheese. though. Nothing Just cheese. Fun. Just cheese. Cheese pizza. And... Well, I wouldn't put him on blast here. He's not here to defend himself. Uh, <laughs> well, we're all reading off his... And even if he was... And even if he, he was... Did, yeah. He only drinks RO water. Yeah. <laughs> But if he was here to defend himself, he'd be able to do nothing, you feeble old bitch. I hope you're listening to this in the future. I hope you live long enough to hear the, hear the, your feeble old old man arms would be able to defend yourself from me. I got I five know. bucks on Bob. Yeah, fuck, I got five bucks on Bob. In the current state of you still recovering from your allergic reaction, I think Bob might be able to take you. Dude, I this think, would, I think this would be the time. You. Bob, even on my worst day, and your fucking <laughs> best day in your prime, you don't stand a fucking chance. Hey, Although he's probably me. Uh, in his prime. In his prime, it was me. So he's got yeah. a 50-50 shot because he's me from the future. Yeah. Established. So he, yes, which is why he would beat you. I hope this isn't my prime. <laughs> I hope to God this isn't my prime. So uh, I let's, hope prime is coming. Let's uh, let's go to the movie, <laughs> sure, so we can avoid that whole plot. So we, oh, wait, man. are you Andy starts crying. <laughs> Andy is currently Optimus Prior. Optimus <laughs> Prior. Prior to what? Prime. Your prime. Well, I'll take prior to prime because that means prior. it's still coming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. If you said post prime. Then I, yeah, I you're post, kill, then you're I post Malone this. Prime <laughs> because I'm like, well, if this is the, if there was a peak that I missed at some point, and this is where I'm at now. Okay, I heard Richard was prior, and he oh, was great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? Yeah, that's I'm, it. I'm, listening, I'm listening to Zach's advice from now on when he says we should move on because <laughs> because if lingering around gets us that kind of bullshit, yeah, Dario, it's, it's like post Malone, and you know. <laughs> Oh God! So now you're starting. Yeah. So the movie, the movie. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Before we get to the movie, oh goodness. Let's do this hot sauce so I can put it back in the fridge. Oh, okay. Munchy man. Okay. Oh wait. So Bob, Bob will be back in a few weeks. We miss him. Uh, (laughs) If he's yeah. Onto the hot sauce. He's a feeble old man. Onto our our, our new so uh, new a new segment segment. we're calling Munchy Minute. Uh, which is, uh, if we can remember each week to do some sort of new fun munchy thing, uh, just a, I, you know what I'm thinking because you had those mints, those drooly mints, which is weird. That's a munchy minute thing. Yeah. So I think what we do is we're just going to bring in a fun so thing or thing. something that we're very proud of for us all to try. So I, 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 next time I'll have something in a better situation, but today it's going to be a spoonful of hot sauce, and I'm sorry, but that's what we're doing. Uh, so I hail from a town called Claremont. Uh, it's in California. It's a um, beautiful town full of trees. It's called the City of Trees, at least in California it is. 
at least according to Claremont in California it is, but I've heard other people claim the city of trees besides the point. Mark McGuire once went to our high school. So did Jessica Alba. Uh, that's the claim to fame there. But the best part of Claremont by far is a little hole in the wall shop called Patty's Burrito. It's just called Patty's. It's just, I call it Patty's Burrito. I think everyone else does. It's just called Patty's. It's, I mean, we're talking just hole in the wall. Nicest people on the planet. Their food, they you you watch the ladies just make tortillas right in front of you, right on the little like the little thing. They're making fresh. If you want the best quesadilla you've ever had in your life, just a good cheesy, greasy kind of quesadilla, but in the best way. Like I say, greasy, but in a good, good, good way. Uh, not uh, it's it's fantastic. So anyway, but you go for the food, you stay for the hot sauce, and I hope I've I've never met anyone that hasn't liked this, and maybe just on its own a spoonful. I don't know if this is the best way to. To present this, I've never done this before. Never just said, "Hey, have a spoonful of hot sauce." But this is the tastiest, best hot sauce in the world, and, I'm, and we're gonna have some right now. So, I have a cup of it because Patty and I go back 20 years, and she loves me, and she gave me a pint of, or half pint, it's a half pint, half pint of a sauce for free. Don't tell her I told you, but for free because Patty loves me, and. Uh, so basically, if we go, say, Andy sent us. Oh, please oh, do. Yeah. I, I don't even know if she knows my name. She might know me. By She's gonna. She knows me guy. by. I've been going there since I was like ten years old, yeah. walking in there, and her mom owned it and named it after her. So she's been working there forever, and so like. Uh, skip it? Oh, here, no, we're not skipping. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I've already had it before, so I'm letting you. Right. Guys okay. And then, I don't want to. Here, uh, a good here. little amount there. We'll no, see you want you want a little bit more. Actually, it's I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's really tasty. Okay. We got a whole, whole spoonful here. Just a spoonful of sugar. All right, go for it, guys. Go down. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't have to watch you guys. I hate being watched while I eat. Look at me, Andy. No, I don't want to watch you. Yeah, it's got a nice real kick right mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. really good, right? It's really good. What do you think? Yeah, it's good. Very yeah, good hot sauce. Phenomenal. Can I imagine yeah. it on tacos or something? Oh, yeah. well, burritos or their their burritos that they serve are. I mean, I'm making the motion with my hand. This isn't going to translate well to radio, but big. They're it's they're pretty about, huge. They're yeah, pretty they're like two handful. It's it's two handfuls. It's enough that honestly, for regular people, you go half and half. You do half when you half at first, and then you come back to the other half. I'm going to order two. Well, mm -hmm. if you ever go out there, if you ever get out there. It's, I'll order two. Eat them both. Like if I mean, if you're if you're a friend of mine that lives in the area, you already know what Patty's is, and uh, you're either a Patty's fan or a Los Cerritos fan. And either way, Los Cerritos is also very good, so you can go there. <laughs> if you're more of the traditional sit-down Mexican restaurant style, mm -hmm. and you're looking for more plates with beans and cheese and rice and stuff. And it, that's where you get that's where you're going to get your wet burritos. If you want to sit down and have a wet burrito, go to Los Cerritos on on, uh, on Gary, I think. But uh, if you, uh, but if you want just like an authentic tortillas made right in front of you, full of beans, cheese, pico de gallo, whatever I mean, it, uh, whatever you want, uh, steak. I think the bean rice and cheese is probably their most, or chicken rice and cheese is one of their most. They have a chicken and a red sauce. Anyway, what am I doing? I want them to sponsor me. Basically, I'll take free burritos from Patty's if they sponsor me. If that's the sponsorship, and I'll talk about them every episode. Munchy Minute is just going to be a Patty's episode. This is the thing about California burritos we see. And I'm from Texas, so 
the only thing yeah. I've had since I've came out here, that every burrito I have here, for some reason, why do these people put French fries in their damn burritos? <laughs> I love it. But what is that? That's not. It's not. Coming is somewhat. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll eat French fries and a burrito every day. Love it. I. I the, the okay. It's the, the crunchy, Mexican salty, potatoey bite of a French fry in everything. No. Are you why why limit burrito? Yeah, burrito, phenomenal. I'm talking burgers. Like when I get a burger, it's I open it up, I shove a few French fries in there, load it up. And I've got a burger with French fries on. Same. Because okay, burger and so, fries, I get it. Burrito. Is no, the burrito. They have fries work. There's not even a French fry in Mexico. I don't know how to break this to you, Mike. Fries work for every food on the fucking planet. Pizza and fries, well, spaghetti and fries, meatloaf and fries. Spaghetti if you get a breakfast burrito, I don't understand why they have two different like types of potato. If they throw French fries in that thing, I'm still gonna be happy. You're okay with hash browns in your in your? It's, it's the way that it's cooked. I understand what he's saying. They lit like it wasn't until I moved out to Arizona again yeah. from Texas. Yeehaw! Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, it was like my family. My parents are from California. Well, my dad is. My mom's from Pennsylvania. Whatever. Uh, like they didn't put actual French fries inside of their burritos back in Texas. No. You you do hash browns or you chop them up and, you, and you grill them like that, yeah. you know? And so those types of potatoes do taste different than just a Texture regular. Wise. Well, well the, that and just like having a fully seasoned potato as opposed to just a regular salted French fry. Like yeah. I, I almost mean. feel like I'm being cheated out. And French fries have a grease flavor to them from being fried in grease. Well, and then you add that into that the depends window, on how clean their oil is. The, sure. You know what? I've I've changed the game on French fries ever since getting that air fryer. Not all, I mean, everyone knows about sure. air fryer. That's nothing new. People are fucking around with air fryers. But what I do, I get a Ziploc gallon bag. I put my fries in there, spray it with oil or whatever, right? Uh, to get them oily, salt, pepper, a little bit of that Carolina Reaper pepper, just a oh, bit, yeah, right? Sure. And then I. When I put them in, oh my, and then maybe even a little bit of garlic. I throw it in with the bag, and I kind of get them all coated. They come out fire. Those are some, and I always go crinkle cut because they, I think those do best in the air fryer. Yeah. The, like, the smaller shoestring fries kind of, I believe we have a new recipe. It's awesome. There you go. I don't know. I don't, I like all fries. Shape, size, doesn't matter. Yeah, I love fries too. You know what? This is a... All potato, I guess. I don't take it baked, fried, I don't care. Oh, God. Okay. Speaking of potatoes. Uh, <laughs> I think we should uh, well, move just, on okay, to the movie. Just, okay, munchy real, real 10 quick. minutes. We can't, we can't, we can't. Munchy minute turned to yeah, munchy yeah, 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's fine. But just real quick. Just real munchy quick. moment. Uh, the best potato I've ever had in my life was at Bobby Flay's restaurant. I went for a, a bachelor party. Like, the guy really wanted to, for my friend Alex, he really wanted to uh, go to, a like, this restaurant. We went, spent, like, me and my buddy split a potato that cost, like, 15 bucks. We're like, well, that's a pretty expensive for a potato. Let's just split it. And when it came out, it was a twice-baked horseradish potato with a little bit of caviar on top. And we both took that first bite and looked at each other and our friendship was over instantly because all that mattered was fit, having more potato than the other person. We did it as politely as whatever, but I, we didn't focus on our $100 plates. We both focused on this $15 potato. We, I should have just gotten another potato. We both should have continued to split that and each just 
take this other plate back. Give me four more potatoes. They're so fucking good. That was the best potato of my life. I've tried to replicate the potatoes a lot in my life. And uh, I've never gotten them quite as good because I've never had the guts to go out and buy caviar. You kept saying you were going to bring them at Christmas parties. Every time, every Christmas, you say you're going to make them, and you never do. You know what, though? At least I compromised last time. I got most of the way through cooking them, realized that I was running very late to the party and work, and then I just mashed them. And I brought mashed potatoes that were sort of baked. So, like, they were, they were cooked, but uh, it's just like they were baked mashed potatoes, which, hey... They were pretty good, but uh, not as good as your balls, like the one that you bring every time, your meatballs. Uh, Would you care to have, no. his, have his meatballs right now? Oh, yeah. He gave me the recipe. I still have some of his balls in the freezer. <laughs> well, some of them are my balls, but they. Like, well, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to make them a lot like oh. his. Oh. Uh, dignified. Mm. Uh, are they salty? Salty. Do you shape? No, they're sweet. Actually, they're sweet balls. Mike's, yeah, Mike's got sweet balls. They're sweet. Yeah, they're salty. sweet. They got a little they're bit sweet of a taste. Salty. Yeah. yeah. But I, I will say, depends on how long you ran that week. Or oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got that. All three of us have been in the know. Well, I well no 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 no. I've been, I know we've been talking innuendo. Oh. Okay. But it's what he said. Depending on how long how much you've been running that week. Which means you would no, showered no. all week. It was it was the double. It was it was the double that got me. It was like the, the but that's the, that's just it. The sweat is salty until it lingers long enough to turn sweet. Yeah, the sweet meat. <laughs> Why is this always got it? It goes. We always we we the always go. We we yes. we should listen to fucking Zach when he says you <laughs> save Sunday. Said go to the movie a while ago. Okay, I, you I will. said that three uh, times. I, I, have, now. I, have. I feel like this episode could be dubbed. Let's listen to Zach. <laughs> yeah, we should. I will say this though for Munchie Minute. Uh, be uh, not only because once you said recipe, I was like, oh wait, wait, just one moment because. Sure, this was fun. I brought something for us to try, and, and it gets a th- two thumbs up. I'm sure. assuming, yeah, like yeah. very Great. delicious yeah. hot sauce. Yeah. Uh, uh, so good to go. You're good, Patty. Uh, thank you. Uh, but what we should do is bring in high recipes, things that we eat when we're stoned off our ass. That like most people probably wouldn't. It, like pregnant <laughs> cravings, right? Like, like, like. Uh, I don't know. There's an ultimate. Well, I mean, I don't have to do one right well, now, the but French I'm saying fries. like, yeah, the French fry right, right now, the French, the French fries, fries just, yeah. uh, the French fry. Okay, I guess I did do yeah. one. So try that maybe just for next time. Let's get into the movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll have, we'll have Zach give us the facts, but the movie we watched, if you remember from last week, was recommended by Mike. It won against our two uh, choices. Was it just you and me? Yeah. Last week that, that yeah, yeah. submitted? Oh, because Bob was... Threw his hat out of the ring. Because uh, he was late. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the movie was They Live. The 19... John Carpenter. Char- John Carpenter's They Live. 1988. 88. Oh, 88. oh, I did. Okay. I have notes. So I'll just get to those later. But uh, just speaking of 1988, this blew my mind. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm tripping. And maybe... I need someone to, in the comments or even just we figure this out. But is it The Man Who Knew Too Little? Is that the Bill Murray movie? 
where he he's a he's a spy or he he signs up for an interactive theater uh, thing in London while visiting his brother. But instead of getting the phone call on the payphone from the actors, he gets a phone call from a, a, someone hiring an assassin. And so he follows along that little, like, like he starts following this assassin's, like, what he's supposed to be doing while the assassin is following the interactive play. It's like, this, it's a very funny movie. Have you seen Yeah, that? that's, that's a Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray. Okay, is it called right. The Man Who Knew Too Little? Man Who Knew Too Little. What? Little. 1997. 97. 97. 97. Came out in 11 years later. Yeah. Okay. So, 90, no, no. Nine years later. 97, 90, though. Yeah, 97. In 1997. It's an older movie is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, right? Sure. At his brother, he goes, well, Bill Burke is like, well, what am I supposed to do if it ends early? You know, uh, and his brother goes, here, take my phone and give me a call. Hands him a fucking cell phone that is as thin and, and as portable as anything we had in 2003, 2004, like when those were, you know, like those things right. were coming out, like pre-smartphone. Like, it looked like a razor like Motorola. Like a razor, okay, yeah, yeah. 1997. Presumably they're, they're filming in 1996, right? Right. Like, did we just have fucking real-ass cell phones back then? Yes. That just worked Yes. Yeah, but they're huge, though. No. No, they they're weren't. Not. No. That's razor, what I'm saying. I think Razor was in 97 or 97. No, no. no I, the not Razor came out in 2002, 2003. What I'm saying is it blew the up. The Nokias. The Nokias weren't yeah. that big. They were little. But this didn't, like, he just has a fucking cell phone. It's not one of those big 80s ones. It's not like, it wasn't even, like, that huge. It just looks like a, like what you would get in 2002. Okay. No, yeah, there's spies. 1995 or 1997. Yeah, but they're spies, so they probably like slim things down. He's not a spy at that point. His oh, no. brother, who signs him up for this interactive theater thing, mm-hmm. says like, "Hey, when it's when Bill Murray goes, well, what am I supposed to do when this theater thing ends?" He goes, uh, "He goes, well, here, take my phone, just give me a call." And so he has a phone. He calls his brother on it, just in an alleyway, and then he puts it away. Yeah, I don't know. I I wrote that. That was my first note up here because. That's been on my on my mind a lot this week uh, because they just released the Man Who Knew Too Little for free on uh, YouTube. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Actually, the Nokia thirty three ten, which is was in that was around then. I'm not sure uh, what other cell phones were around then. Ninety seven. Yeah, you're telling me the movie came out in ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, here, take my phone. But the problem is, and here's the real problem, when you watch the scene, mm-hmm. you don't see him hand on the phone. You only see Bill Murray put the phone away. like he, well, And he doesn't even close it. It's not like a flip phone. He literally, I think he just takes it, he ends something, and then puts it in his pocket. But you only see it like kind of from this angle, where it's just like the bottom of the phone. Anyway, this isn't making for a great podcast, Monsieur. Uh, uh, it's just something, something I noticed. Uh... All right, give us some facts, Zach. Um, they lived. Uh, budget was estimated about four million. Um, opening weekend did four million eight hundred twenty-seven hundred thousand. Hey, that's a profit. Yeah, profit already first weekend. They grossed around thirteen million uh, U.S. and Canada, and thirteen and just a thousand dollars more uh, worldwide. That's ridiculous, though, for back then. Yeah, that's for a lot nineteen eighty-eight. It's a great return. Why um, do we John, know that they live too. So another tr- another fact too is controversial. the homeless people in the movie are actually homeless people. John Carpenter had yeah, on the sorry. scene, and he was like, instead of renegading these people out and and he hired them, fed them, and gave them a paycheck for as long as 
they were filming. Do you think that he didn't intend for the main character, Roddy, Roddy's character, to live in a homeless camp for a minute? Or do you think he... He was just like, he's like, all right, we're going to film, but uh, they needed that area, so they just included that in the storyline. Uh, I, would, I would probably think that the homeless was probably going to be something, because why else would you film in a random plot? Well, sure. not only that, I and thought it was drifters. interesting that Roddy's character's name was Nada, which in Spanish literally means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his name was Nada? Yeah, Nada. Nada. Yeah. That's his last name. Yeah. Yeah. George What's Nada. His first name? George, Nada. George Nada. When did they say his name? Like right in the like right when I'm George yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah when he introduced himself. Uh, okay, so I, I I was a little distracted while watching this. Morning. You were driving. Uh, well, hold on, yes. that sounds illegal, Mike. I never said that I was driving. I said I I watched it on my way home from California. Yes. Uh, yeah, his new self-driving car. Well, yeah, I mean they, those do exist, yes, Mike. Self-driving cars exist, and that would make perfect sense. How I watched this. On the way home from California. Thank you, Mike. Uh, today. And then uh, <laughs> a bunch of the action lines, like, I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> yes. Was uh, ad-libbed by Roddy Rowdy Piper. Oh, he, he had a book that he would write down stuff he would think of for wrestling. Because uh-huh. in his wrestling, yeah, for his promos. And that line was... And that line, was something that he had written down. He was like thinking about using it in wrestling, and then he gave the book to John Carpenter when they met in WrestleMania three, and that's how this all came about. How he wow. even starred, he gave him that book. And he was like, "Hey, check out these lines," and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to use you," because originally the man was going to be used was the dude from uh, Escape from New York. I forget oh, his name. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell was going to be the original guy for this. Oh, that would have been cool too. Yeah. That would have been fight better. scene would have been near as good. It would have been, well, okay. Man, we got to, let's, okay, let's just break this down. Just Oh, wait, you got more facts? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, the fight scene was only supposed to be 20 seconds long between Nada and Frank, Keith David. It was only supposed to be 20 seconds long, uh, but Piper and David decided to fight out in real, only faking the hits to the face and the groin. They were really fighting other than that. Yeah. But body shots aggressively? Yeah. yeah. And the body shots were... They, they, hate, they didn't like each other? No, they liked each other. They just kept going because they felt like they were like characters. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. like wrestling. They, they wanted it to, to look realistic. Yep. Sure. Carpenter was so impressed that he kept the whole scene intact. So everything... There's no cuts in that whole scene. And the... There's supposed no to be cuts tw- in that scene? Not, not for that, no. That's for the fight scene. broken fight scene? Yeah. No. That's what it says. They kept the scene intact, which runs 5 minutes, 20 seconds. Well, that's not the same as an uncut scene. No, he's no, saying, like, but he's I, saying but, a one-shot but scene. Right. If, if, it's if, not, but if they kept it's not one the, shot. But they, maybe it's, yeah, unedited. Or yeah. edited, just put together, whatever. Yeah. How they originally did it, yeah. That's crazy. That fight scene. Holy shit, that fight scene. <laughs> Holy shit, that fight scene. Uh... <laughs> What the? Honestly, if they had used Kurt Russell, it wouldn't have been nearly as entertaining. It would have been bubblegum, and quite honestly, like it's that fight scene between uh, Keith. What? What's Keith? Keith, Keith, Keith David. Keith David. His name is Frank in the movie. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and Roddy. Oh my goodness! Like I felt like I was watching this like discount WWE like 
true wrestling like throwback. How sure. they're going yeah. off the wall oh and, the, and the double so dive. So, so <laughs> holy shit. So Frank uh, sees Roddy's character. He goes, he goes, hey man, I know you just killed a but. They just had an exchange at work where Frank's like, Frank's like, very loudly being like, I can't be seen here with you, man. What are you doing, man? He's like yelling at him, like, 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 you better be hiding, you know, like, like coming at him hard. And, and, you know, Roddy, Roddy, like, just staring at him. But then it cuts to, then it cuts to that alley, which I have a few things with, but, but just since we're on the fight scene, Frank walks up to Roddy, hey, man, I got you a week's worth of pay. It's the best I could do. And Roddy's like, put on these glasses, man. <laughs> just throw No, it. I don't want to. <laughs> No, you gotta put on the fucking glasses, man. <laughs> no, I'm good. And then a five-minute uninterrupted fight scene in which he forces the glasses All off. about the glasses, though. The entire fight scene is about the glasses. But the beef that they had was so non-existent. They weren't mad at each other other than wearing they the glasses. They were laughing. Yes. But that's what the just goes to show you that how the times have changed, Andy. No, they were laughing because they were beating the shit out of each other. Okay, laughing. Let me help you up. Please Put on the fucking glasses. Put on the fucking glasses. They're fighting. And then Frank finishes. All right, I'm done. He like walks away. He's leaning up against the wall. He's like, oh my god, I didn't expect it. And he's like, I didn't want to fight anyone today. I just want to give this guy his money. He's just killed a shitload of people out of pain. What am I doing with my life? And Roddy gets up. He walks over, puts his hand on his shoulder. Gets back in the ring. And then he fucking punches up. And they get right back into it. Oh. That, I mean, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. But... How how stupid, but how I love it. Right. This, right. This but we movie. can we just okay? Can we start? Yeah. Real quick at the top. Uh, uh, another oh, fact I have. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting one. Uh, the screenplay writer for They Live, which is credited to Frank Armitage, does not exist. Oh. John Carpenter is assume, assumed to have used a pseudonym. Uh, for his work uh, directing, producing, writing, and composing the musical scores for throughout the whole movie. He basically huh. did it all, yeah. To be fair, it is the same theme song from start to finish. That's because he's doing five different things. <laughs> he's doing five jobs. What do yeah. you want? But I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Literally, I was going to say, the little, time, the little backing track, the yeah. first five minutes... And he's just walking through it's just everyday life in LA. Or is it LA? Uh, yeah. I think it is LA, yes. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just what a nothing intro. What a just just skip for the first five minutes of this fucking movie. But then well, the whole fifteen actually the first almost half hour. Almost the, the whole movie if we're really, really <laughs> picking hairs here, Mike. Except for that five minute smite scene, but to to be fair, like as far as like contra controversy goes like a lot of the things that they're pointing out as like oh there's like programming you through tv and they're just trying to sell you stuff and how there's like people amongst and he's all like uh what do you call them formaldehyde face yeah <laughs> yeah know? so the okay <laughs> like, so so it's, here's it's interesting to see that back then 
somebody was pushing like, hey, like a conspiracy theory of like, oh, look at all this stuff. And then here we are today in which people are talking about this corporation is corrupt and these people who are selling you, you know, Louis Vuitton or whatever are trafficking people. And it's just like, goodness gracious. Okay, well, I, (laughs) I, I think that, yeah, back then that's a cool idea. What's stupid about it, this is stupid, uh, is uh, he goes to the newsstand. He's picking up all these things, right? There's entire articles written, but underneath is the obey, right? Subliminals, right. Why would a why would uh alien why would the alien guy pick it up? Like at the newsstand. Do they actually because read the articles? Still, they're hiding still. They're yeah. But do they read the articles or do they see the under underlying obey thing and they're just pretending to read the article? Then who knows? It, it yeah. really we don't get that. any fucking backstory on these things. On these inter no. uh, interdimensional oh. beings because no. we, they're not aliens. They're interdimensional travelers because they sure. that they said they have wormholes that could take right. them to any sure. world. Right. So right. like they're not aliens. They're they're just interdimensional. Right. They're kind of like the Yurgs from uh, Animorphs. Those little slugs that crawl into your ear that take over your body. I right. feel like maybe. Well, they're they doing take... it with the signal, I guess, more than yeah. they're well, not doing it. But what? I, but I, do you think that the that those aren't host bodies? The the people that. Uh, with the one, the aliens, when we right. see them underneath, yes. is that not just like they've infiltrated human hosts? I do and, not know the answer. To that. And just sort of take over their it never really appearance. Does. It, it, yeah, it, I assumed it to be like a uh, camouflage. Camouflage. Yeah. yeah, because they have such high technology, yeah. they can hit the make me look like a human. So like, uh, what's that really fun game uh, where uh, where you play as the Martian, the alien that that. Uh, Oh, destroy all humans? Destroy all humans. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroy all humans. One of your abilities is you can disguise yourself as a human, uh, right. which is great. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, well, uh, that the whole intro was fucking kind of slow. but Well, it was, but then if you really the whole look slow, at it, the whole movie is kind of slow, but the sure. whole movie is, is, is an allegory. It's not... Everybody thinks of this movie as like a horror movie, or this movie is not. Even and this is this is and I didn't even know this until I was reading about it. But um, John Carpenter did an interview with Yahoo in like 2015, finally, and he uh, man I can't find it in my notes, but it's inter- uh, somewhere in here I haven't written down. He said, "Oh, this movie is uh, is not fictional. It's a documentary." About, oh well, oh. that's but that's a really douchey director's response to making this it. movie. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, listen, I I think that the story holds up that well. That there's nothing in the story that isn't as true today as it was then. Okay. Oh, okay, sure. If we're talking that, about the okay, yeah. That if you that subliminal stuff, if you just look at like social media today, is basically that. Okay. Telling all these little girls, you know, that you're not good enough, basically, all the fucking time. Right. I feel like uh, I mean, Mike Judge can say that in like ten years about idiocracy. Yeah, and idiocracy is very similar. Yeah, very it's a documentary. Similar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to be like on oh, his deathbed. He's like, I'm sorry, I made that documentary. But the beginning but, of this movie, specifically, how it's so slow. But you got to think about some of the things in there. Thirty five years ago, this movie was filmed. Okay, yeah. and and we'll talk about the homeless encampment. What did they do there that happened in the last five years when they bulldozed it? That's exactly what's happening today. A few years ago, uh, Occupy Wall Street. 
sure. looked just like that. It was like I was off the news. Only that was 35 years ago we filmed that. Right. The black guy getting beat down by the cops well, 35 years ago. But that, sure, but yeah, but that was yes, George King Floyd that. in his movie 35 years ago. But also Rodney King. Yeah, I was like, Rodney sure. King happened a few years after. Right. After movie. that, not before that. Well, I'm sure it happened before. It just wasn't televised. Sure. Exactly. But, but, but George Romero. Uh, George Romero. George, yeah. John, John Carpenter. Carpenter. John Carpenter knows all this ahead of time. It's kind of weird if you really look at this movie and the historical context of it. Well, you I, go, I think, I think you dude, go. this shit is like happening now still. Yeah. Yeah, it's still. How did he do that 35 years ago? And it's pointing to that there are certain people that just strike you as dead inside, and they have this overwhelming sense of negativity, and it permeates into other people. And that there's like a whole lot of this direction towards like a buy, buy, buy consumerism, and right? Reproduce and all this stuff. And it's like you look at, you know, you look at the way the world turns, and governments thrive off of people the more people they have because then they're gonna buy stuff and then they make more money literally the government makes money based off of the number of people that are enlisted to each country yeah you know and it's I all mean, because of a pre-assumed debt that you will collect where's our rowdy rowdy piper can you be our rowdy rowdy piper real quick guys i'll get rowdy real quick. <laughs> this is this is i guess i'm the only one that watched this not connecting it with an allegory. I don't watch movies for allegories or messages or the meanings. I watch movies and I and I enjoy them. I I enjoy them at face value. Right. I enjoy them for what they are. Uh, I it's fine. It'll, it'll go out eventually. Uh, so it never crossed your mind when you saw the bulldozer going through there. That shit happens no, right now. No. Never. I thought it was the I thought well, at the moment because you don't know what's yeah. really happening. Right. I was just like, wow, these cops are going hard at the you know, fucking paint right now. Right. Okay, but there's so many... Uh, first off, talk about subliminal, uh, because I, I do everything in my power to not watch advertisements. Uh, I, I sign up for all the premiums, sure. everything. I do everything in my power to never watch it. You guys recommend a fucking movie on Tubi, and Tubi's <laughs> all about their fucking ads. And so here I am watching like a fucking, just a peasant... You know, with these ads. And uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I hope we have ads by this point. Uh, uh, so we have ads soon. I just think uh, that's funny how you said, I, I can't stand commercials, so I will buy everything just so that they will stop trying to sell me stuff. Yeah. You win. No, you win. They win. They won. They wore me down. Yes. They wore me down. Uh, but. You guys picked a movie that was on Tubi, and I didn't find ways to get it otherwise in time. But that's the first time I've ever seen an ad for Dollar General. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, God damn, Tubi's cheap. Yeah. I was like, what is this free-ass shit, Tubi? I know I'm shitting on Tubi a lot. Maybe they'll sponsor us one day. <laughs> not, Love you, Tubi. Not, not with that. Not with that. It's a free plug. It's a free plug. Well, they're they're free. You know, you watch a bunch of movies. It's right up there, Ali. Yeah. Listen, great. I mean, it's fine. It actually, the quality was good. Everything. Yeah, yeah everything's good. You just, just have to ads. watch. It's just ads. You have uh, to watch an ad that's honestly, two minutes long. I was impressed. They must have done like a remaster or something because the movie, like, aesthetically looked great. Yeah. I, I thought uh, it was comical to see Frank wearing a purple wife beater on the construction site? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm looking... Or, or just like the dialogue. The, the exchange sure. doesn't feel like regular human exchanges. 
Like when he like when he goes up, it's like uh, I, I'm looking for work. It's like well, it's a union job, and it just cuts over these guys just kind of hanging out. You don't know if it's, but the, it's so like ambiguous as to what that even means. He just cuts over to the other construction guys not really working. They're just kind of like, whatever. Well, it's that's like, been the joke with Union. Like, one guy's working, the other ones are watching. Yeah. yeah. But I found out But as you go yeah. back in movies in time, just go back. If you go back and you watch something from the 40s, it gets really okay. still. Even when this fucking thing came out, yeah. I will say yeah. that it was, it, it, there were some moments that were. What are some other movies that came out the same year? I mean, I'm sure there's a ton. What, 19... What, 1988? Oh, yeah, whatever. It, it comes Just up. Just for reference. Right. Okay, why are they... Uh, okay, some of the dialogue was weird. Uh, and, okay, yeah. it's the only time I related modern day to old time, but it's not what you... It's not what your whole allegory of what's, like, going on with police brutality and everything. Mine was just, there's a lady, she said, uh, in the background, she said, Did Bob and Sue... Uh, did Bob force you to go to Sue and Tom's thing last night? And the lady's like... Yeah, uh, and and they served uh, blue. They served tacos with blue corn tortilla, and then the other chick's like, "That's so dated." And uh, and the other uh, the chick was like, and I was like, I literally the day before, yeah, last night I was like, I watched a a cooking show competition where the fact that they used blue corn tortilla was the thing that won them their dish. So it's it's so it's. What a silly line of dialogue for John Carpenter to write. Because, like, it's just blue pressure did. How dated. It was just weird. I don't think John Carpenter's really known for his dialogue. No, but if you listen to all the... There's all these little background things. Yes. There's people on the news that are just going like, well, George Romero's been phoning it in lately. And <laughs> so funny, has... Yes. And that so was, has... That uh, was actually quite funny. Yeah, like... Uh, uh, so, oh. the, so the top ten movies that came out in 1988, Beetlejuice... Die Hard, Big, The Last Temptation of Christ, Akari, Akara, Heathers, Akira. I could uh, A K I R A, Akira, yeah, Akira. Akira, Heathers, Grave of the Fireflies, Rain Man, They Live, and The Great Outdoors. They Live was the ninth. They Live was nine, and it beat out John Candy's Great Outdoors. Wow. Here's my. Which was his last no. And the uh, the next two are pretty funny. Eleven is Bloodsport. <laughs> it's a it's a cult yeah. classic horror movie now. Yeah. Would anyone want to guess what twelve was? Oh, cult classic now. now. Yeah. Gremlins. No. Uh, Very silly movie. Killer clowns from outer space. Killer clowns from outer space. Nice. Yep, that's the twelfth best. And I can all, who framed Roger Rabbit is below that one. Wow. Uh, so wow. who framed Roger Rabbit? I read the first two uh, books that he wrote. Uh, who, which is uh, who censored Roger Rabbit is the first one, and then the other one is uh, who framed Roger Rabbit. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. But the last one has the best title of all. It's uh, who plugged Roger Rabbit. Huh. Uh, it's very funny. It's a huh. great book series. Very, uh, very, uh, let's just, doesn't matter. Let's yeah. just um, so let's get to the ratings then. Well, I, would say. Well, I, would, I was going to oh. say, uh, are we done? No, I was going to say a quick comment on what you were talking about as far as the dialogue between people. Yeah. I feel like that was John Carpenter 
making fun of how stupid most people are and yes. the types of stuff that they talk about and the things that they even care to judge, you know? Maybe. He's, he's making fun of, uh, like, the social community of where people's minds are going with all this programming that is going on, that people okay. are becoming brainless. Do you remember what the money said on it, for example? No. The money, when the subliminal message on money yeah. is this is your God. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cause Which I is the main whole I didn't pause and read movie. every single subliminal message. You didn't message. have to. They, they made it very clear. But yeah. you were driving. You well, were I mean, yeah, but my <laughs> self-driving car. Yeah, exactly. So you were probably paying attention. You know, as you put it, your hand on the wheel every so often. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's how yeah. those work. Right. Yeah. It's every 30 seconds? Yeah, something like that. It must have been during that time that they during were the showing time. the money with the... Yeah. Even then, I wasn't fully looking at the screen, so I'm sure that's in the Sure, form. yeah. Right. <laughs> but... Can I just ask, when they get to the end, when they yeah. fall through the portal... Yeah. Because cause okay. the, the world that John Carpenter builds is very cool. The fact that we get no background information on no. anything right. sucks. Because you're just left wondering... That's just like, John Carpenter, though, in general. Sure. But uh, the guy they meet in the tux, who was he? Where did they meet him earlier? That's the guy from uh, the campus. Yeah. Like when he sh when he sh like shakes his hand. He way back. Is he, okay, the is he the guy that kind of runs? Like he was doing some. He was doing some work. He was pick, He was. He was yeah. serving people something or doing yeah, something, right? So, yeah. Uh, and then. But then he got, you know, bought off by the. Alien yeah. slash whatever. They didn't kill him. No. no. They, they took him and then he like sold him out. Did they show a scene where they pay him off and shit? No. Stuff? We no. used to assume. No. He used to assume. assume yeah. he, well, he tells he's like, you that. He's like, yeah. He tells you that. He's like, I'm glad you guys join us. I didn't know. I didn't know they were going to recruit you guys. Yeah. 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 I didn't recognize him maybe because he was in a tux. I just put, who the fuck's the guy in a tux? Did yeah. they meet? He's literally just Mr. Oh, I put, he's yeah. literally just Mr. Exposition. It's so great because uh, he just goes like, hey guys, it's so great to see you. Let me show you around this place because uh, I need a was lot of Was that your question you. about the movie we were saying earlier? That there's yeah. one thing about this movie that got me. There's one thing that got me that I, and I don't. I'm sure I missed it. Someone tell me. What? Halfway through this movie, they don't need the glasses anymore. Oh, contacts. Contacts. Okay, that's yeah. what I was. I, they got I missed contact that. lenses. I missed that because it was like so quick that it happened. I no, again, <laughs> you say it's quick. I'd say they make a very big point of it because they open up the thing. Don't worry, they don't hurt. Right. They take contacts yeah. and whatever. Uh, uh, the okay, when he the bullets in this movie when they when he <laughs> when they get those guns and they're just doing a video That's game level up the hallways, That's right? Movies, yeah. But this is obscene. That's how where, many, That's where all the money went. How That's infinite. Good. Infinity bullets. Yeah. Just no reloads. There's no bag. There's no one gun. He doesn't have any. They don't go to a gun store. He has one, then one machine gun at the end. Plays the video game where he kills two enemies each hallway. They just, huh? <laughs> just bah, 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 bah. The it's first like, gun he took from a cop was a six shot revolver that he shot 35 oh times. God. <laughs> Classic eighties. Nope. Yeah, movies. this is just classic eighties crap. They didn't think about reloading till like recently. Yeah, I loved how they they left all the nuances for the fight scene, like too much. <laughs> yeah, and then for for the shoot 'em up scenes, they're like, 
It's gonna cost us a lot of money to make sure there's a flash at the end of this muzzle. Let's just get through this as quick as possible. We don't have time for reloads. We don't have time for people to get Give shot. Give us the worst death you possibly can every actor. Oh, he didn't get shot one time. No, he did at the very end. Oh yeah, true. Remember, but, but, but I mean, you wouldn't know because it's the same frozen and then yeah. falls back, which you get in like, like, chart like. It's a, like from Frank's death. They didn't even show. They're just like. What the fuck was that? I forgot. I forgot she just comes up. Oh, and all of a sudden she's a bad guy? Yeah. Even though she's... Oh, that happened several times in the movie. She became... I, I never understood why she... What the fuck was going on with her? Okay. I was kept thinking she was good. She kept being <laughs> bad through the whole fucking movie, huh? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, she's good. They never could catch on because she they, had blue eyes, I guess. I don't fucking know. She's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. They get so, back to her yeah. place and she wants him to take advantage of her. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want. And he's like, oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just okay. tired, yeah. This, I mean, this, this suffers from the number one thing. This suffers from my, what I hate about these kind of movies when it's a fish out of water thing. I think the oh, when someone's losing their shit about what's happening around them, you get the glasses that shows you everything's propaganda. Chill for a minute. Just put them on. Realize what's happening. Okay. Internalize it. Take them off. Be like, all right, now, I need to find someone who's not an alien and maybe go calmly try to get them to put these glasses on. Five-minute fight scene, though. <laughs> Can't not, do that. That not, <laughs> not Frank's like, hey, man, I know we just met. Because because from the, from the world's point of view, yeah. Roddy Piper, an insane man with sunglasses, <laughs> walked into a bank. Right. Everyone's staring at him because he's got these guns. Security guard biding his time. Take, lighting up the perfect shot in case it's needed. <laughs> Roddy then... Says some witty fucking shit about bubblegum. Yeah. His iconic line. Yeah. It's time to, you know. And he just starts killing people. <laughs> so he, what did I write? He's, he's the most, okay. It's the best, Ronnie's, Ron, okay. He's the best shot in movie history. <laughs> he stands perfectly still. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. <laughs> and lays out five or six people without <laughs> reloading. Yes. Across the bank without injuring anyone else. Now, right. realistically, he yeah, killed Bob, everybody yeah, in the bank. Yeah, he just sprayed, yeah, yeah. spray sure. bullets, yeah. and the anyone within however much feet of him was yeah. like pulverized and moving backwards. Sure. Then the security guard takes a shot, <laughs> completely misses, and Ronnie then sees him, boom, kills him across the room. Yeah. Twenty, you know, no, the, that he's he's like, oh, he like warps yeah. out. Yeah. The security guard does. Yeah, yeah. he goes, nope, <laughs> missed. See you, bitches. And yeah. then, I guess, dropped through the hole. Yeah. Uh, so that just massive, mass shooting happens. And then Roddy shows up at the construction site. And Frank's there. He watches the news. He's an informed guy. He sees Roddy's crazy... But they didn't have a... Do you remember the first thing that fucking happened when they met? He's like, hey, man, you looking for a place to stay? Yeah. Well, there's an encampment over there. They serve hot food. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, I'll show you the way. And then Roddy doesn't say a word. And the guy's like, all right. And he just starts walking. And Roddy starts following him. And the guy stops. And he goes, I ain't a man that likes someone following me. And Roddy's like, well, I ain't a man. Well, I, I follow someone until I know where they're going. What a fucking weird exchange between two people. If I was, if I told some dude, I was like, hey, man, 
there's a place over here. I'll show you where it's at. We start, and he's like, doesn't say a word. And I start walking, but he just walks a little bit behind me the whole way. If that doesn't happen more than a few steps before I turn around, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? But uh, super weird was that exchange. Then, so he goes on this mass shooting. I mean, that was basically their entire friendship was that weird scene where they go, and then they go to the homeless scam. Then cut to the next day, presumably, he went and just murdered a bunch of people in a bank. And then Frank sees him at the thing, starts screaming at him to be quiet and, and be and hide, and then finds him for some reason in an alleyway, which Roddy climbs into the dump truck. Okay? Yes. Climbs he into the dump truck. The dump truck then, for no reason whatsoever, dumps all of the trash it has in that alley. And drives off with its thing fully. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What the fuck was that? Art. Who? Art. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Anyway. He, does, he became so desperate that he went diving into a dump truck looking for answers. Right. And what did the world the, do? What did the world do? It spat him back out. And it gave him an answer. It gave him a way. And what did he do with that That's way? A lovely <laughs> bow to tie on this if you want. But I refuse to sit idly by and accept that there's some trash men out there that were just like, hey, well, hey, Bob, I got today's weekly trash. You know, uh, what should we do with it? Well, this alleyway looks pretty good. And then they just dump it. It's, well, he opened the, He opened it. But did they drive off? Yeah, they drove off. and the, yeah. Like, it lifts up and dumps he out. He opened it. Right. The lift up is what didn't make any sense. Yeah. He opened it to get in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get that. I don't know why. Uh, why yeah, it why lift it up? I don't know. Is, are we supposed to know the inner workings of trash trucks? Are we supposed to know that if the lid is open for more than a minute at a time, it auto dumps all the trash that exists in the world as a safety maybe, mechanism? Maybe in that world. Anyway, I, I don't really watch movies for that in depth. <laughs> no, I don't know why you. I only watch, watch them for the allegories. I will say this though: thank God there were some titties. <laughs> yeah. In that last thirty that last seconds scene, of the movie, yeah, that was such random, random such tits, random, random tits. tits. I can, could you imagine watching this movie at like Walmart while you're waiting for like an oil change? Yeah. You're just there, and that's the only scene. And did. you're and everyone's and you're just like, I don't yeah. have to worry about this offending no. anyone because everyone's death scene is just no blood whatsoever, no blood and then they fall back. This could have gotten the PG rating yeah. without the cussing. Right. He changed a few lines. Yeah. PG rating. Uh, sure. No, because of all the, the violence. Yeah. Lots violence. of guys. Well, in '88, it probably would have been PG. Maybe PG 13. Wow, did they even have ratings That's, at the time? I know this is yeah, rated R. I don't know. But yeah. this, it's rated R because they just yeah. slap. But is it rated R now? Yeah, it's rated R now. I don't know. But no, do you think won't it's rated? But do you think it? Or, but does it, it deserve? Came out today would it be R? Or when are we going to retroactively grade movies? Like, when are we going to go back in time and be like, yeah, okay, uh, this definitely is is like like John. I would even say, uh, I guess John Wick One is still They're a pretty, pretty hard R for violence. Yeah. Isn't that stupid that violence is a sure? Is, but is but a you show one titty and it's an R. Yeah, it makes no but sense. But it sucks that violence even matters when it comes to movies because does it matter what kind of violence it is if it's a martial arts movie like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon had a lot of quote unquote violence or did it have violence or did it just have fight scenes yeah but they're looking for blood and there was was blood there was death yeah swords and stuff yeah but I don't think it got graded or rated downly or up for that I think it was PG-13 even though it had it was was R 
Crouching Tiger was an R. I think so. That could have been R. All right, well, let's get to the ratings and I'll right. look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, this was this was a lot of fun. There's a lot of uh, great lines. Do you have a list of the, the lines? The list I do. Of, I, oh, I don't have a list. I think I think I think my favorite line. My I mean my it's not even a line, but it's just in my head. When I remember this movie, it's just gonna be Frank walking up I mean, after seeing that he's a mass after seeing his mass murderer friend, quote unquote friend, and be like. <laughs> Hey man, listen, I got you a week's worth of pay. It's the best I can do. And then Ronnie going, put on these fucking glasses! And punch you in the face. That's my favorite thing about this. And there's some lines in here that, that we don't, you know, that laughs a bitch and she's back in heat. That's what oh, God. That was, that was good. Okay. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, the white lines in the middle of the road. That's the worst fucking place to drive. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote that one down yeah. too. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, Dario found out. One. Dario found out. Crack Tiger, Hidden Dragon, PG thirteen. Nice. Uh, the Golden Rule: Who who makes the gold makes the rules. You that's a, that's a very good one. Uh, where are they from? Well, they sure the hell aren't from Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of my favorite ones in this was actually we all saw it every day. We might as well be on the winning side. One more time. We all sell out every day. We might as well be on the winning side. Is that from Guy in the Tux? That's yeah. That sounds like a Guy in the Tux thing to say. It's definitely a Guy in the Tux thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, and, of course, I love the the, the the money one. To me, it's, the, it's not really a line because it's just written on the money. But. Okay. What's our rating scale again? We got, I wrote it down in the chat, but uh, it's a. Uh, Let me look. I can pull it. B, a great movie. Uh, C, a good movie with some flaws. D, a good movie that has potential. F, had some quality to it, but not much. And W, waste of fucking time. Oh. Uh, okay, well, I have to change what the grading, what the actual letter grade is. I'm going to pick C, but I don't think it's a good movie with some flaws. I think it's a... Good movie for what it is, because I think it's meant to be flawed. It's it's like I don't think I think John Carpenter knew full well what he was doing, writing corny dialogue, making schlocky, cheesy death scenes, having the uh, he just wanted to make a a cool. It was a cool idea. It's based on a short story that I I want to read because I think that yeah, sounds. Yeah, I actually wrote it on your second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I give it a, I give it a C. Wait, what did I give the last movie that we did? Uh, B minus, I think. I did a B minus, he did a C. Okay, C plus then. So if I were, because I'm I'm just trying to rank it with uh, Knights of Badass to see where I put it. I think it's more iconic. I think uh, it's an easier recommend to people. I think I could be like, you should watch this cheesy 80s action film about interdimensional beings taking over our world's fun. Uh, and there's a lot more quotable stuff. Yeah, but I felt like Knights of Bad Aston was more entertaining throughout the whole movie. Yeah, I will say this dragged at times. There were some oh, dragged like, parts. The last 30 minutes is like all you need. Yeah. Pretty much. So, with that being said, D+. Plus. <laughs> D+, plus, all, right. all right, Dario? Yeah, I, I would probably give this... Like a C minus, 
because subliminally there's a lot of stuff and for the fact that it was done at that point in time and so much of it parallels to today and just looking at it for like what Andy said for what it is it's it's iconic but it's not something that would be like oh my gosh you have to see this you know you can live without it but if you're looking for something and you're bored definitely you know D, C minor yeah I'm, a, I'm a, just a, a solid C on it it's a it's uh, once again like I said the allegories in it and the stuff that mixes for today is amazing to me that, that he allegory. saw that far in advance a lot of people say this was his last good movie which I don't you yeah, know, I don't agree with that one I, I don't know this is what I Wait, said this is what, the, what else is John Carpenter Oh, <laughs> I was thinking Roddy Piper. <laughs> well, no, Roddy Piper, yeah, he's dead now, unfortunately. But yeah. Seven he years really ago. He did a lot after this. He had a couple of horror movies after this he did. Well, okay. But uh, I, I would say this movie is, I agree with, about a C minus. Yeah. It has a lot of qualities that you can push upon people, especially if they're thinkers, you know, if they want to think about, oh, this movie made me think about this or that. Um, and that it's timeless. It's going to hold up. For the next probably 50, 100 years on the subjects that I filmed. So I'd say, yeah, about C minus, close to a D plus. It's right on that border, but I'll give it that just for being timeless. I'll give it a C minus. Yeah. And cool. I mean, it's part of what's fun about watching it is seeing all the flaws and all the campiness and just the yeah. fact that it's dated. It's a bit of a timepiece in its own right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, like you said. It's nice to see movies without cell phones. Right. You know, yeah, there's not a cell I phone. I thought I was getting that with the man who knew too little, but it makes me little did I know. Uh, so, this has been, uh, we've already gone over time because somebody went off topic. That's me. Sorry. We still have our pitches. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, I'll go first because. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I'm going to sell this. I'm going to, it's Day Shift because it's Netflix. Oh, Day Shift. No, no ads. It's Jamie Lee Fox. It's not Jamie Lee Fox. Jamie Fox. <laughs> Jamie Fox. I get Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis, Curtis and Jamie Fox yeah. mixed up well, in my they head. They look so much alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see how that happens. So, uh, Jamie Fox stars as a down on his luck vampire hunter in a film the LA Times called The Damn Delight and one of the best horror comedies of 2022. So I've never seen it, and it, it's always been on my list. It came out last year. I mean, uh, it's Jamie Foxx. He's great. It's vampires. That's fun. Uh, I, I've always liked a good sort of new vampire lore. Uh, Daybreakers, if you remember that, that was like a solid, you know, like uh, Does that room. movie also have Stoop Dog in it? I don't yes. know. That's yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Daisha. Yeah. 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 Oh, and Dave Franco. Yes. Okay. Well, that's mine. Uh, only. I mean, it's Netflix, which means no ads. <laughs> and uh, and it's uh, it's it's dope. It looks good. It's just I'm I'm, I'm recommending movies that I want yeah. to spend my week watching. Because yes. I think that's the best use of my time. If you guys have other agendas up your sleeve. I never win these anyway, so let's just uh that's the one thing I don't get my way on. Dario, do you have one? 
I'm still thinking. I'm still, still thinking. I have a couple that I that I've been running over. Well, let's get Mike's because he wrote it down. Yeah, he's ready to go. Rock and roll, Mike. Well, mine is just another movie that I've never seen that that is old that I've been recommended a lot of times. The Boondock Saints. Oh, that's, oh, a, good that's a good one. Yeah, I've not seen it. Uh, but if we watch it, we have to watch the sequel. What? There's two. Yeah, there's one and two. Yeah, but I'm just kidding because the sequel's oh. not great. But my vote is probably going to go to your movie. Because I want to. Oh, shit. Same I got same. two votes. Possibly. Possibly. What's Possibly. up, Zach? Improv, what are we doing? So I want to watch uh, Living in Oblivion. It's an uh, indie made. Okay. But it has Steve Buscemi after Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. It has uh, Peter Dinklage. It's his, sec- it's his first credited film. Oh, okay. Uh, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 86%. And audience score of 87%, made in 1995. Um, Plot summary? Like, like, what's it about? (laughs) uh, You know, this movie is an independent film. Everything that can go wrong. Okay, so this is what Movie Info says on Rotten Tomatoes. Independent film director Nick Reeves, Steve Buscemi, is making his first feature. Everything that can go wrong does. The rebellious... Catering crew refuses to replace spoiled milk. His actors are flaky, and getting an unspoiled take on is near impossible. Tensions between lead actress Nicole Catherine Nieder and actor Chad James LaGrosse, who have just slept together, contributes to many of the problems on set. As money and time runs out, Nick struggles to complete his film. Uh, another interesting fact about this film is the actors weren't paid. They actually invested money into making this film. So it's indie. Uh, Director said, hey, I have all these actor friends. Would any of you mind just starring in a film? And I I can't pay you. No one's backing this. So it's super indie, but it has a top rating. That's extra indie. Yeah, but it has a top rating. It looks real fun to watch. And my issue, well, okay, let's not shit on each other's movies, Andy. Um, It's on Tubi, but you can also watch it on YouTube. (laughs) I'm not spending $4 to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. No, it's a, right here. You can just pay, buy it. Just or not buy it. No, not, <laughs> no, you don't. Bucks, no, right? you don't. Uh, it's on Crackle, edit, broadcast, online free. I'm not downloading Crackle. What the Crackle's fuck? Crackle's another Tubi anyway. It's just more commercials. Does it? Or Tubi's. No, you can actually, YouTube has like. Tubi someone, or so, not Tubi. It's not Tubi. Yeah, YouTube right. has one that's like already ready to go. Just You just click it and someone uploaded it. Till they find out. Till they find out. So you got a week. It's on Peacock, it says, too. All right. My suggestion is Tommyknockers. It is a movie based off of Stephen King's book. It stars... Not a whole lot of notable people. Vin Diesel, right? Uh, no. What happens at the end? Nothing. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a, it's an inside joke. Being the oh, well, <laughs> no, it's not even an inside joke. It's just Mike. <laughs> Mike thinks that Stephen King can't write an ending. And I love Stephen <laughs> King. To be fair, so. Stephen King's endings do suck. Yeah, I disagree. It, it, okay, so it's got some of them, maybe, but most of them. Jimmy most Smith, uh, Marg Hellenberger. E.G. Marshall, Robert Carradine, Tracy Lords, Alice Beasley, 
John Ashton. Yeah, like, again, like I said, not not a whole lot of. Why movie. are you recommending this? Because of the fact that it is an interesting movie. I've seen it before. Well, what's what's your it's, passion behind watching? What do you, why, why do you want because, us to watch it? Because it's a good movie. It's a it's dated for sure, but it's one of those that like most people wind up passing by just because. You said the knockaround guys. Tommy knockers. Tommy knockers. Oh, it's a Stephen King book. Yeah. But they they did a movie on the Langoliers. I'm surprised you're not all over it. That's your yeah. I think I've seen it. Yeah. But so you uh, know better is that? <laughs> no, no. I'm just considering the choices that we yes. have. Mike, what was yours one more time? Mine was Boondock Saints. Got it. Okay. So we have Boondock Saints from Mike. We have uh, from me. It's that Jamie Fox vampire one. Uh, Can't remember the title. Yeah, it's day shift. Blood. Day shift, uh, and then for uh, for Dario, it's uh, Tommy, knockers. Tommy knockers, Langoliers, whatever. Uh, and uh, and for Zach, it was that independent movie that nobody knows the name of. Living in the Oblivion. That yeah. starred. Not even the people that made the movie know the name of. Well, well, the name it, it's got pretty. It's got it's got pretty great reviews. I, to be fair, my vote is actually for Zach's movie. I'm not well, even really shit. Mike, do I still have your vote? We have a tie. Yes, you All do. Right. Just well, only because I want to see that one more. What do we do in the event of a tie? Does it just go to who uh, the podcast is named after? No. <laughs> it goes to edits. It. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> technically, edits could just I'd say edit out flip your, a coin. Your subscription. Flip a coin. I think we should flip a coin. Yeah, okay. You got a coin? Yeah, reach. I feel like rock, paper, scissors is the most fair. I suck I'm, not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure Andy's capable of rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, well, well, not Boba Fett. Uh, Mandalorian. There's a cup <laughs> behind okay. Mandalorian. Behind Yeah. Do you see the big Mandalorian helmet? <laughs> yeah, just grab a coin. You guys still doing this? This is between Zach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Calling, calling the hair. Oh, okay. Heads. Yeah, it's heads. So I get to choose. You get to choose. We're watching Trevor after <laughs> Shock Island. What? Oh, what was between you? That was the old fucking trick up my sleeve. Oh, it's right. Trevor Shrieker Island, All bitches. Right, so he just, uh, no. okay. he just uh, lost his vote. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I was totally okay with that. We're watching daytime with... Jamie Foxx. You can't it. even say it. How are we going to watch it? Back in Blood with Jamie Foxx. I, Jamie I, I, I can't find daytime. You are so high. We're watching everything <laughs> everywhere at once with Oscar-winning actress Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, one day we'll have to watch that. Uh, but Okay, so Day Shift, really Jamie Foxx. It's on Netflix. Well, it was, though. It I don't have Netflix anymore. It's probably on Tubi. It's going to be a longer watch for you. What's it on? Netflix. Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. Oh, that's right. So you can, wait, you're saying you can't watch it then? Pretty much. Or don't you? Watch is it this said last he, month? He just this yeah, is but it ends in like said, yeah. ends in like a day or two. Well, then that, I don't have to do it the next day or two. <laughs> have to work. Yeah, on this. <laughs> no, that <laughs> job that pays me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this. You have a sprained MCL. Yeah, buddy. I still have to uh, aggravate about Nope. Still have to work. You know me. Surely you can come up with a different sign-on for your 30-day trial. I'm sure he can. Don't call him Shirley. <laughs> Let's do cliff notes. There you go. All right. Uh, 
Well, that was fun. I'm still uh, going to watch Living in Oblivion. I want to watch that, too. Okay. You can do that. It's a free country. Today. And I'm going to do. And I'm gonna bring it up. I just... <laughs> yeah. I, that's going to be my review. Know, you want a butterfly effect? Yeah. Let's go. Got a butterfly effect. Get out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Andy can't say a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you know you what you're saying to that? Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, my, so my review yeah. is uh, Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. so you, get, you get a freebie, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, well, fine, I'll go non-Netflix for that one. No, I mean, if it's on there, I'll just look at Cliff Notes or something. Fuck. Well, then, since I want to just come over and watch it. I should just pick another movie. No, I mean, I'll, I'll figure it out. It's not a end all be all. Just make him feel bad, Zach. And Andy, pay us seven ninety nine so we can have your login. Yeah, yeah. What? You can have Andy's login for seven ninety nine a month. It's nah. way cheaper. Oh, actually, you know what we should watch? Well, Bob's out of town. Mannequin two on the roof. <laughs> Where, where would you even find that? Max. Yeah, it's on Max. It's on Max. Is it? Max. Yeah. Everything's on Max. Oh my goodness. I, don't, I haven't even seen the first one. I almost be lost. feel like we have to double feature. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Oh. We should wait until Bob's last week. Let's back. wait until Bob gets back. Yeah, then we review it. And we all recommend it. Yeah, yeah it'd be so funny. No everybody everybody that week is mannequin. Yeah. All right, well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I, The weed was great this time. Uh... <laughs> so was the Benadryl. Oh, yeah. God, Between the right. weed and the Benadryl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Dude, so much better. The moment yeah. you guys fuck off, I'm probably taking a big-ass nap. <laughs> nap. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, this has been great. And goodbye. From, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Uh, this, has been, uh, uh, this has been the Fried Rice Podcast. I've been your host, Andy Rice. And with me, as always, has been... Dario, to be fair, Castillo. Don't call me fairly. <laughs> we have Mike uh, Allegory Larson. Yes. <laughs> Only watching for the allegories. Yes. And we have Zach, silent but deadly. <laughs> sort of because you sort of pick your moments when you, you know what I mean? Ninja. Yeah. Ninja. Quali. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. It's probably racist. It's like 10 years from now, that's going to get us canceled. Hi uh, y'all. And I've been Andy Rice. This has been the podcast where we spoke and talk about movies that we that we hopefully all will have watched. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>